Hello and welcome to episode 30, oh, me, not my microphone over there, 36, where's my notes gone, 36 of the Forever Athletic Podcast with me, Coach Ian Wood, and today I'm going to be telling you how to lose weight, specifically body fat, by eating more food, which may seem very counterintuitive, but it's 100% possible and it makes the whole process a whole lot easier because I know that is the dream scenario for a lot of you. I know a lot of you are making some really common mistakes when it comes to this, which is making your life a lot harder than it needs to be. So by the end of this episode, hopefully you'll feel a lot more in control of how you're going to progress in terms of your weight loss goal. And after a few weeks of applying what you've learned from this podcast, you will see that you are very capable of losing weight, specifically body fat, whilst eating more food. So whilst we get into it, we need to cover the basics first. So to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit, which means that you're burning more calories each day than you are consuming. Any diet that you may have tried, come across, heard of, works because it is in a calorie deficit, whether it is low carb, or whether it's keto, whether it's Atkins, whether it's raw food diet, whether it's uh, what else we've got, Cambridge diet, all these sorts of things, intermittent fasting. None of these work in the absence of a calorie deficit. They only work when the calorie deficit is there. So the calorie deficit is the key mechanism. So burning more calories each day than you are consuming. When it comes to the burning side of things, you've got your total daily energy expenditure. It's made up generally of four key things. So the first one is your basal metabolic rate, which is just how many calories it takes for your body to keep itself alive. That is the biggest one by a long way. That makes up about 70% of your calories burnt per day. And there's nothing you can do about that. They are just ticking over and they're keeping you alive. If they stop, you die. So it's going to be 70% of your calories is put towards those processes. Then 15, 15% of your total daily energy expenditure comes from what we call NEAT, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So the calories burnt by just moving around the world on a daily basis, whether that's walking around the office, climbing the stairs, um, traveling to and from, getting up out your seat, scratching your head, all these little things, those calories really add up and it adds up to 15% of your total daily energy expenditure. The next biggest one is 10% of your thermic effect of feeding or thermic effect of eating. So this is how many calories it takes to both consume and break down the foods that you eat. So 10% of your daily a total daily energy expenditure comes from that. And then the final 5% comes from your exercise. So intentional exercise only makes up 5% of your total daily energy expenditure. So just keep that in mind when we get later on into this podcast. So that's how many calories you're burning. That needs to be more than the amount of you are consuming. And the amount of calories that you consume essentially comes down to the food and the drink that you take in on a daily basis. At this point, it's really important to remember that calories are a measure of energy, specifically the amount of energy required to increase the temperature of one gram of water by one degree. That's what a calorie is. It is not a measure of food volume. It is a measure of energy. Okay. So it is possible to eat a greater volume of food while still consuming fewer calories, as long as you are focusing on consuming a higher proportion of nutrient-dense calorie-light foods and a lower proportion of calorie-dense nutrient-light foods. And I could wrap the podcast up here because that's basically it, but I'm pretty sure that you already knew that and it's just something that you maybe need to be lightly reminded of every now and again. But that's the key basis of what we're doing here. People get confused and they forget that calories are not food. Calories are energy. Food is food and you can eat a greater volume of food as long as you choose the right foods that you're eating. But here's some additional strategies that can help you achieve this and make this a little bit more 
actually applicable to your day-to-day life. So first and foremost, like I said, you need to create this calorie deficit, but the common mistakes will be that people just slash the calories down massively and they create too big of a calorie deficit, which only leads to two things. One is massively increased hunger. So you're constantly battling that day in, day out. And the second one is that you increase your cravings for the foods that you've cut out to create that massive calorie deficit, which is often going to be really tasty things, carbohydrate based, maybe fat based, those sorts of things. So while this big calorie deficit, this massive slash in calories may result in you consuming fewer calories for a few days or a few meals, but you will rebound into a binge or into overeating by accident, essentially, which is going to wipe out that calorie deficit. And this is how people don't lose weight in the quote marks on a 1200 calorie diet, because it's not a 1200 calorie diet. It's a planned 1200 calorie diet with 800 calories of mistakes or whatever on top and predictable slip-ups on top, which negates the calorie deficit. So whilst your focus is on the 1200 calories, it is impossible to stick to it if you are a regular person and you are going to make those mistakes. You are going to get hungry. You are going to overeat at some point and you are probably going to fill out that calorie deficit again and wipe it out into a maintenance amount and you're not going to lose weight on that amount. So the best thing to do is to work on a slight deficit instead. So something like 5 to 10% underneath your maintenance calories. This will work because it is still a calorie deficit and that is the key mechanism that we're looking for. It is just a slight one. It will work slightly slower than maybe you wouldn't, but if we're being realistic, it will work at a very good pace. And the key bit is that you'll actually be able to stick to it and retain that deficit over a longer period of time without the slip-ups and without mistakes, which were inevitable. And let me just highlight again that those slip-ups on super low calories, they are inevitable. It's not you being weak. It's not you failing for that happening. It's always going to happen because your body's going to be screaming at you to stop doing that. It's just a result of poor guidance from other coaches or other sources of information that you found that that is something you need to do. It isn't what you need to do. You just need that slight deficit. And if you don't know what your calorie needs are and what that 5 to 10% deficit is going to look like for you, I do have a spreadsheet that I'm more than happy to send out to you. Um, just DM me on Instagram at Coach Ian Wood. Send me a message asking for it on there and I'll send it to you right away. And you can use it and you can see how much food you could be eating while still losing weight. Okay. And then the second mistake that people make is they use a hard calorie amount. So if you use that estimator that I sent you, if you request it, it will tell you a number, which is going to be your calorie deficit of 5 to 10%. Okay. I'd recommend that you don't try and hit that every single day. I would use a range instead of plus or minus 10% on that amount. Okay. That is going to allow for days which are well over that calorie amount. But because you have other days where you're underneath, it is going to balance out over time. This is going to help you dramatically increase your adherence. It allows for things in life to happen like mistakes, like socials, like birthdays, like Christmas, all these sorts of things. It allows you to eat more on certain occasions without screwing things up for you because you're going to go on the lower end at other times. So that'd be the second mistake that people make. They make those hard calorie assessments and they either win or lose based off that one calorie amount, whereas you should be working off a calorie range instead. It's much more forgiving. It's much more realistic and it's going to work exactly as well over time as long as you average where you need to be in the middle okay then another mistake that people make is that they don't change their meals but they just kind of take out food groups from it so you'll essentially do something like have the same maybe like pasta and meatballs but you'll just take the pasta out and just have the meatballs and the sauce and maybe some veg that goes with it because in your mind it's the pasta that's the problem not the portion size then shock you're hungry because you've had so much less food go in 
to eat more and lose weight, what you actually have to do is restructure the meal, reduce the calorie dense parts, but don't totally remove them. Increase the nutrient dense parts, but don't fully rely on those to fully work because they still won't do to a certain amount. You just need to switch your plate around and then you can have plenty of food. You can still have the flavor. You can still have the fun bits. You can still have the enjoyment, but you're going to be eating fewer calories while still eating plenty of food, flavors, textures, and all those sorts of things. So don't just whip something out of the normal meal. Just restructure that whole meal to be different proportions of the same things in there. Okay, so don't make that mistake. Which leads into the next one, which is maintaining carbs. A common mistake that people make is they'll just cut carbs out and they'll think that they're the enemy because they're an energy source and we want to be an energy deficit. So we need to take the energy out. That is not true. You have two main sources of energy in your meals. One is going to be carbs and one is going to be fats. Fats are nine calories per gram. Carbs are four calories per gram. So you can have a greater volume of carbs for the same amount of calories as you can fat. So this is one of the main reasons that I wouldn't slash your carbs out because you're going to be very more reliant on fat, which is going to mean that you're going to have less volume of food on your plate. That doesn't mean you cut all of your fat out. You still need enough fats in for good cellular health, hormone function, all these other good things that are going on in your body. But you can have more carbs than you think. And again, that spreadsheet that is available that does your calories on the next sheet along underneath it, it will do all of these macros for you as well. So again, if you want it, drop me a message on Instagram at Koji and Wood asking for it, and I will send it across to you and you'll get that access as well. But your carbs also what they do is they help fuel high intensity resistance training, just like I recommend to all of my clients. It is the preferred fuel source and it means it's going to increase your performance in the gym. You're going to be trained harder, fall longer, lift bigger weights, get more return from your training, increase the energy burn within your sessions and also help you build muscle that burns more calories at rest. So don't slash the carbs, keep them in. They're really important for fueling, they're really important for flavor and they're really important for keeping a good volume of food on your plate so maintain your carbs in your diet and then you're going to pair that alongside a higher protein diet lots of people will say high protein i'm going to suggest higher protein so a bit more where you are up to the point where you are somewhere between 1.5 to 2 grams per kilo of your body weight per day okay because protein it's really important for building and maintaining your lean muscle masses which which is what we really want to maintain and it's what we really want to be showing off when we have lost the body fat that we want to lose it is also the most satiating of your macronutrients so it's the thing that is going to leave you feeling fullest for longer so if you have a higher protein meal that protein that meal will be very filling and you won't be battling hunger for the hours afterwards we don't necessarily want to stuff ourselves with food volume even though that may be the message that has come across in this podcast so far. What we actually want is to not be battling hunger all day, every day, whilst we're in a calorie deficit. It's that satiation that is the key, not the actual amount of food that goes in our mouth. So protein can be really, really important for hitting that need, keeping your meals to be things that are really filling, satiating, and not leaving you battling hunger for the two, three hours afterwards because it didn't even hit the sides. So keep that higher protein diet in there for building and maintaining that lead mass and keeping you fuller for longer. And then just stay active. Like I said at the start, NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is 15% of your total daily energy expenditure. Actual intentional exercise is 5%, especially if you train three times per week. That's only three days out of seven. You're not training more often than you are training. So it's only going to be so much that that can actually do. There's only so much that workout can do in terms of a calorie burning expense. 
but that other activity that you do every single day is really important it's going to accumulate if you can get those steps up if you can do little things here and there that just make your life maybe a little bit less convenient but mean that you have to put in a little bit more effort in terms of walking around doing things all that sort of stuff it really really adds up so stay active outside of the gym don't just rely on the gym so if I bring all of this stuff together and just explain how this works specifically for me, you can see how that would then work for you. So for me, I can maintain my current body weight at 3000 calories a day and I can lose weight at 2500, 2700 calories a day, something like that. The reasons for this are one, I'm probably on the bigger side of things. So I'm six foot two tall. I'm 92 kilos currently. I've got more muscle mass just because I'm bigger. I've trained regularly, strength training, muscle building training for nearly 20 years so far. So that all plays into it. These are all things that may not be you, which is why you may not be able to do this at 3,000 calories a day, but you can work to maximize this for you. So you want to build up more lean muscle mass. That is going to help you have more calories on a daily basis. My NEAT is also high. So I get over 12,000 steps a day every day. I have a dog. She needs two walks a day. Those walks are going to be close to two hours every single day. And I'll often do things like walk into pool for a coffee rather than drive. It's not too far away from me. It's kind of 20 minutes out of my way. But we'll do that more often than we'll drive in just because it's what we do. I identify as an everyday athlete. That is the sort of stuff that an everyday athlete would do. So I do that. I also consume a higher protein diet. And when I try to lose weight, I will make simple swaps that either maintain or increase the amount of food on my plate whilst consuming fewer calories. So that'll be changes like in the morning currently, I have muesli, very calorie dense, which is good for my goals currently. But if I was trying to lose weight, I would, pardon me, I would switch that to oats. I would normally have a latte as my coffee. I would switch that to a flat white or a black coffee. I would switch the times I eat rice because I can eat buckets of rice on any day of the week. I would switch it to potatoes. All of these things will just be simple switches that mean more, mean more food volume on my plate, which makes it easier to maintain that calorie deficit because I'm full, because I'm satiated, because it feels like I'm not restricting myself. And you can do the same as all of these things. Like I said, maybe not up to 3000 calories if you're not six foot two and 20 years into your lifting journey, all of those sorts of things. But you can work it up by having the intention to lose weight whilst eating more you have to have that intention to build it up and if your intention is always to restrict that is the only option you will ever have but it really doesn't have to be there is a much better way you just have to open your eyes to it and trust it and if you want some help on your journey check out www.coachingwood.com and have a look at my one-to-one -one and group-based kickstart options fill in an application form when you're ready to pull the trigger and i'll be in touch to discuss the next steps otherwise make sure you follow me on instagram at coach ian wood send me that message if you want my calorie estimator and my macro spreadsheet as well and then drop me any questions that you have there otherwise i will see you in the next episode <laughs>